Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Okay, so there's four main things that have changed our family life and relationships for the better. So for one, we decided we were on our date night, um, I don't know, probably a couple of nights ago. We hadn't had a date night in a long time for one. Um, With this COVID craziness, we've done a lot of date nights in. We haven't really hired any sitters because it's been hard to know who's comfortable and who's not comfortable with being around groups of people and things like that. So it's just been a a totally different year this year with date nights. But um, we still try to make them a priority. And we decided that it was time. We needed to just get back to normal life (laughs) the best that we can and get out and have a date night and so we got out we're able to get a sitter and um just had a good conversation over dinner and we're trying to just come up with just a bunch of solutions to problems and challenges and issues that we've been facing um in our marriage as a family and just in life in general there's just been a lot of crazy and we're just trying to find ways to bring more calm into our life and bring god more into our life and have just more happiness because there is just so much fear and doubt and stress and worry and overwhelm and all of the above all around us that is just constantly trying to get into our house and we just don't want it. We don't want it in our home. We don't want it in our in our hearts. Um, we just don't want it anywhere around us. We want to have peace. And so we decided um, to come up with ideas that have um, it's there have been things that have been taught to us most of our life, if not all of our life, but we, we realized that knowing and doing are two different things. So some of this stuff that I'm going to talk to you about, these four main points, they may be things that you already are doing and maybe it's old hat to you, or maybe it's old hat to you because you've heard of it, but you haven't actually done it or implemented it in your, in your home, or maybe not for a while. So and it could be just brand new to you. So I, for any of the above situations, just hear me out and see you know what you can do with your family to improve your situation and make things better for your family, to, to strengthen your relationships and bonds with each other and to create a stronger family um, unit um, to just kind of fight against all of the junk that is happening in our world today. Because I feel and believe that the family is under attack and Satan, you know, he's a destroyer and he wants to rip families apart. He wants to rip marriages apart and do everything that he can to keep us, you know, away from each other and not liking each other and against each other. And I'm just not willing to take that. (laughs) I, I am putting on my armor and I am just going to fight him and I don't want him to be taking over my family, um, my marriage or anything. And so if you, you know, have different beliefs, that's totally okay. You don't have to agree with, you know, me or the things that I feel, but um, my beliefs are a huge part of who I am. And so I'm going to have them implemented into 
many things that I discuss in, in my podcast. So um, just be patient with that if <laughs> you have a different belief. But for me, um, the family is a very, very strong point in my life and I want to keep it that way um, and keep you know God as number one in my life. We are Christian and um, we're not afraid to talk about it. So one of the things that um, has really made a difference for us is choosing to have a family council or a family meeting. Um, you can call it what you want. Um, I've called it Sunday night prep in the past. Um, I've heard people call it family meetings or family councils. There's plenty of different terms, you know, team meetings, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's plenty of different ways to describe what it is that we do. But in a nutshell, a family meeting is where you get together once a week with your whole family, not just the parents, you know, you're not just dictators over your family. You are a group, you are a team. And so you work together. And even if your kids are young, they can still put ideas in and be a part of things and participate. It doesn't need to be a lecture to child only. It needs, you know, like we're not the parents just lecturing the children. We're here to discuss kind of like a, like a business meeting, if you want to look at it like that, where everyone at the table is prepared to come to the meeting and all of them have ideas and thoughts and things they want to bring to the table. And it's not just one person that dictates the whole meeting, but everybody gets to participate. So not saying it needs to be as formal or as crazy as a business meeting, especially when you've got little kids, obviously it's not going to be a business meeting. It's going to be a little more lax and comfortable and you're doing it, you're going to do it, you know, in your own home. But with a family council or a family meeting, Sunday night prep, whatever you want to call it, um, we gathered our kids together and mind you during our date night, we came up with ideas of what we wanted to talk about and discuss and go over with our children, um, on the actual date night. So we kind of did a prep ahead of time. So we came to the meeting with an agenda rather than just kind of doing it on the fly. And I feel like that made a huge difference in our meeting, um, because it was able to kind of help us to stay on track and kind of get things moving and, um, also to understand, you know, kind of our time limit and what, what our children could, um, how our children could stay in a tent. Oh my gosh, I can't even talk. <laughs> how our children could keep their attention span, um, how long, you know, and, and when was the point where it was just done, you know, and they were just not, not listening anymore type thing. So it was a good kind of trial run to help us to see, you know, what, what our time limit needs to be and how much information we can include in each meeting. Um, and it, it was, it was a really good trial run for us. So we went through and we discussed things like, you know, what, what day and time each week are we going to get together as a family to do this family meeting? These are some things that we talked about on our date night. Um, we talked about how we wanted to open things with a prayer, and um, again, like I said, we are Christian and that is um, a huge part of our lives. God is the center of everything that we do. And so we bring him into everything that we do as a family. But if you are not um, a Christian or, you know, don't believe in God and things like that, you can always just start with, you know, um, kind of opening a discussion or um, just kind of, you know, starting with maybe a quote or, a, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, some way to open your meeting um, so that everyone knows that, you know, it's time to start this family meeting. Um, we talked about what was working well in our family. 
um, and in her home and what are some things that could be improved. Um, we, we came up with those questions and we asked the kids and wanted to know what their input was, what they felt was good, what they felt was not good. And obviously they were very simple and short answers, but at the same time they came up with some things that I was very impressed with. And I, I liked to hear, you know, what they had to say. Um, we talked about things like, are there any needs or wants, you know, are there anyone that needs, you know, clothes for school or shoes, or maybe their clothes need mending, or maybe they don't have sheets for their bed. They don't have enough. Or, um, you know, maybe they're wanting to earn money for, you know, uh, their sports team or whatever the case is, you know, what, what are their needs and wants? And that helped address a lot of things that I otherwise may have overlooked or missed. Um, we went over what our weekly goal was as a family, what we wanted to work on together to, um, be better as a family. And then we worked on a reward system for achieving that goal that we will be getting the next family council for those that earn it. Um, we talked about meal planning and divvied up, um, each day of the week to a family member so that everybody had a chance to plan a breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. And, um, it may not go in any particular order, but I just wanted to get ideas of what everyone wanted. And it also helped me to not have to meal plan everything on my own and always be the one to come up with all the ideas. Plus it helps me to know that on that day, they for sure will be eating all those meals because it's something that they planned and really are looking forward to, not to mention they'll probably be the ones helping me to cook those meals. Um, we also talked about the calendar, just looking at the week at a glance and we discussed you know, our family calendar, our schedule, um, you know, appointments or activities or things that were coming up and um, anything that, you know, was coming up with school or work or whatever that we could all kind of go over. And also it's important at that time to also plan out what your um, family time is going to be. Are you going to have a family fun night that week? And if you are, what are you looking forward to? Are you going to go, you know, play ball at the park together? Are you going to go for a walk? Are you going to go bike riding? Are you going to watch a movie together? You know, what are you going to do as a family to create a stronger relationship that week? Um, Just doing something fun. And it's also a good time to plan out um, what you want to do for date night um, or who your sitter is going to be so that every week you choose to have a date night together and make that a priority. Um, We just talked about tons of different things. So there's, it's not any one particular thing you need to talk about. And you can add whatever you want to your family council. You can keep it as simple as you want, just doing calendar and meal planning and maybe talking about chores, you know, chore charts or whatever, everyone's weekly duties and what you want them to do. Or, you know, you can keep it even more extravagant if you're, if maybe your family is, is really well, um, is really good at sitting down and talking and discussing and planning, then maybe you can make yours a little more lengthy or, you know, whatever the case is for us, we have a lot younger kids, so we need to keep ours fairly short. But at the same time, I, um, I believe that if you have a high expectation for your kids, they will rise to the occasion. And, you know, if you have a low expectation for your kids, then they will kind of be stunted in their growth. So if I expect them to be able to sit for a long period of time and, or even a short period of time and just be really engaged in a discussion and be respectful and learn how to sit still and, um, you know, all of the above, then I have to set that expectation for them, let them know ahead of time what I'm expecting out of them and also congratulate them and reward them for their good behavior as they do it and, and give out, you know, compliments as they are participating in the discussion. So they realize that this is something that makes mommy and dad proud 
that they're trying to participate in this family meeting. And obviously it's not going to go perfect the first time. But like ours was great for the first little bit. And then they kind of got a little wild and out of hand and kind of went a little bit crazy. And we had to end fairly soon after that. But at the same time, it gave us a start and it gave us something to look forward to. And we've set a weekly goal and we're excited to see how the kids accomplish it. And, um, and then come together you know, for our next family meeting and reward those that have accomplished the goal that we had set out to do as a family and kind of discuss what went well and what we could be, what we could improve upon and things like that. So I think that was a huge thing because it gave us time together as a family that was quality time. It was um, purposeful. It left us um, feeling just kind of a a feeling of peace and it just helped everyone to be happy and just kind of bond together, even though it was something as simple as just doing kind of a planning meeting. It was, it was very, um, very much needed and we really enjoyed it. So that was our first one. So family meetings are the number one thing, um, to start on to kind of strengthen your family relationship. It just enhances communication between all family members and it strengthens relationships and just creates a bond that, um, is really, really important to have. The second one is a meeting between husband and wife. You can do this on date night. You can do this as a, um, what would you call it? Like an executive council or an executive meeting between you and your spouse. So it's just, just the husband and wife. You're not having any kids there or anything. It's just you and your husband. And you're trying to discuss, you know, what are some things that are going on with the kids? What are some problems we're having and what can we do to be better parents or what's going on in our marriage relationship? Are there things that, you know, you need that I'm not there for, um, for you, or are there things that I need that my needs aren't being taken care of, you know, or, um, what did you do well this week? What did I really appreciate that you did as my spouse? What did you really appreciate that I did as your spouse and compliment each other and just kind of talk about, you know, your relationship and where you're at and maybe goals you have as husband and wife in your marriage, um, or goals that you have um, for parenting and um, for home life, you know, maybe home projects that you want to work on together and kind of some set some goals or some dates of when you want to accomplish certain projects by. And um, you can go over your finances together. And that would be a great time to, you know, do your budgeting and things like that because um, doing finances and things like that are a little bit harder to do with kids, especially when they're young because they really can't contribute a whole lot to that. Um, not to mention their attention span is very short as it is. So you kind of want to stick to things that are really in their realm. So finances were better, at least for us and our family, to talk about between just husband and wife. Um, so that was our next thing. And you could do that, you know, whenever you want. Like I said, you could do that out on a date night if that's a discussion you want to have out on a date night. Or if you want to keep it more private and personal, you could do that, you know, just in your master bedroom one of the nights before you, um, you know, say prayers together, you know, in your evening routine or whatever, and, and just kind of have that be a weekly thing that you and your husband do together. Um, the third one is to have both the parents and one child have a a meeting or an interview type thing, a discussion where you talk to them and see, you know, how they're doing, how school's going, um, you know, is anyone bullying them or being mean or are they having really good friends? What are their friends like? Who are they hanging out with? Um, what are they learning? Um, what are, you know, what's the, the topics of discussion at school or in their friendships and, um, you know, with their teachers or 
their friends or whatever, you know, just getting to know your child and seeing what's going on, what they're excited about, what they're worried about, what they're stressed about. And you, you form an open communication with your child. And it's a little bit um, more intimate because it's just between the parents and the child. So they don't have to worry about all the other siblings hearing what they're saying or anything like that. And I feel like they open up a lot more when it's just them with their parents. And so that has been um, a really good eye-opener to see kind of what's going on because sometimes we get so busy and so caught up in all of the hustle and bustle of home life and family life that we kind of miss those opportunities to have open communication with our children. And a lot of times important conversations will come up and important questions will come up that we otherwise would have overlooked or, or not, you know, or missed for some reason because we were so busy. And so it, it kind of gives us the the time to slow down and to really think, okay, what is it that, you know, is going on in my child's life and how can I be there to help them? And there may be questions that they talk about that are really important that they ask you and not your their friends. Um, and if you want to have that open communication, you need to be there and be willing to say, hey, I'm going to set this time aside to spend quality time with you and I'm here to listen and I'm here to support you and I love you and I want to be here for you. Um, and I think that just really creates a great bond between the child and the parents. And then the fourth um, the fourth point that I wanted to make was doing one parent and one child. So each week, um, as Erin and I were on this date night, we discussed that each week we wanted to have a, a like a mommy um, kid date night and a daddy kid date night. And so every week, one of our children gets to have a um, a date night with us and they get to plan what we do. And obviously, within reason, <laughs> we try to let them know it's not about spending money. It's about spending quality time together. And so we're not here to buy them a bunch of gifts or spend a bunch of money and things. We're, we're here to um, spend time together one-on-one, getting to know each other and just creating that fun um, bond, you know, between parent and child. And so... Um, one night they get daddy once a month and one night they get mommy once a month. And, um, since we have (laughs) quite a bit of children, (laughs) it ends up being that I go out with a kid each week and Aaron goes out with a kid each week. And then we have one week off it if it ends up being like a five week, um, month. So, I mean, that will change as we have our fifth kid. We will end up taking every week, (laughs) but regardless, Um, it's a really, a really fun thing because that kid gets to look forward to time with their parent, with their parent, um, each one of us, not just daddy and not just mommy, but both of us, you know, once a month, they get to look forward to, um, doing something fun with them and being able to just spend one-on-one time and, you know, learn a new skill with them. Like, you know, my daughter wants me to teach her ballet or my son wanted his dad to teach him to, you know, ride a bike or, um, you know, one of my daughters wanted to paint nails together or whatever it is. It's just time doing something they love, which gets them excited about it and they look forward to it. And it's, it's just a great way to, again, create that bond and that relationship and that open communication between parent and child, parents and child, husband and wife, family. I mean, all these different things kind of combined help to really create a better relationship with your family. And like I said, I know that a lot of people have heard of this before. It's not total brand new. You know, it's not news 
to some, to others, it may be brand new and great. That's awesome. I, I'm so grateful that I'm able to share this new idea with you. Um, and maybe it will really, really be beneficial to your family. I mean, not maybe, I should say, I know it will because I know it has done so much for us in just the short amount of time that we've tried to do it. Um, we've gone from Sunday night prep, which has kind of been our main thing that we've been doing. You know, once a week, we'll do our Sunday night prep with meal planning and calendaring and stuff. But we've extended it into what we call like a family meeting because it's more than just prepping for the week. We're also going over our relationships and communication and, um, you know, wants and needs and things that we can improve upon and all sorts of things. And so I just feel like it, there's so much more to it than just planning. We're, we're there to create bonds and to really make our family relationship better and stronger and, to withstand all of the junk that the destroyer is trying to do in our world and especially to our family. He wants to tear us apart. And this is the one thing that I feel is really going to help us to strengthen these bonds and fight against the destroyer so that we don't have, you know, a broken family. So we don't have our marriage falling apart. So we don't have our kids at each other's throats and things like, I don't want that for my family. And I'm not willing to let it happen. I'm not willing to keep it going because we have had our fair share of, of marriage problems. We have had our fair share of, you know, family hardships and, and sibling rivalry and fighting and um, disrespect between parent and child and, you know, anger and all these different things. Like we've had our problems. Don't think that we are living this perfect life because it is so not true. I am just as human as anyone else out there. Um, and, I want you to know that this has really changed like our family, just our family relationship. I have seen an improvement in our marriage, an improvement between um, our children and us as the parents and just our, I mean, everything, like everything has improved, even though it's been little bits at a time, it truly has improved the quality of our family life. And we have had so much less fighting and disrespect. We have had more obedience. We have had more, um, they've desired more to be big helpers, um, to Aaron and I, and Aaron and I have, have kind of treated each other a lot better because of this situation as well. And I just feel like I want to share that with everybody because I want, I want everybody to feel the, the happiness that comes from, from putting family first and putting God first in their life. Like it really has made such a difference to bring God into our home and to bring love and happiness and joy into our home by just really trying to cultivate those relationships because they're being so much under attack right now. So to recap, the family meetings, the four family meetings that are really going to make a difference to you and your family just as much as it has to me and mine are one- a meeting as an entire family, your family meeting or family council, Sunday night prep, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Family meeting is number one. Number two is your executive meeting or your meeting between husband and wife. Number three is both parents and one child. Um, that can be once a month, once a week, you know, you decide when that's going to happen. Um, and where and all of that sort of thing. And then number four, between one parent and one child. And it's really important to make sure that each parent gets individual time with each child. So daddy gets to have a date night with all kids individually. And mom gets to have a date night with all kids individually throughout the month or um, quarter or whatever you want to do with your family and what works for you. 
And the biggest thing with these family, these family councils or family meetings is that they need to be prepared for, planned ahead. They need to be not only planned ahead of, of what you're going to do, but where you're going, what you're going to do, what time it's going to be. I mean, treat it kind of like a party. You know, you, you need to know the date. You need to know the where, the when, the why, the how, all that kind of thing so that it is penciled into the calendar. The kids know what's going on. You know what's going on. You've got reminders set in your calendar and you are planning ahead for that. So you're not going to miss out on it. You're, you're not going to um, let something else come in the way. It is a priority. It is taking first place or um, it's taking precedence over other things because that has been time already set aside for you and your child or for you and your spouse or for you and your family or whatever meeting it is that you're doing. Make sure that that is your priority for that time on that day each week and that you keep it the same time as best you can. It's best to keep it same time, same place, same, you know, people or whatever each time. So for example, if I am going to go on a date with my son, I'm going to make sure that the first, say, you know, the first Tuesday of every single month, I'm going to go on a date with my son at, you know, whatever time works for us. You know, say say it's like four o'clock PM or something like that after school, whatever. You you can come up with what works for you. So in my calendar, I'm going to put in there that I have, you know, the first Tuesday of every month, mommy and son date at 4 PM, um, you know, and put it in my calendar and, and set it as a reminder and a recurring event. So every single first Tuesday of every month, I for sure have he and I on the calendar and we are going somewhere to do something fun. And the event can change. You don't have to do the same thing every single week when it comes to your date nights with your children or with your spouse. The only thing that really needs to stay the same just to keep it more structured is your family meeting where you meet together in a certain particular place in your house where it's kind of a gathering spot, whether that be the kitchen table or your, you know, sofa in your family room or, you know, a nice quiet spot in a, in a living room or study or whatever it is that works for you and your family, even if it's the backyard. I mean, it really truly doesn't matter where you have it. You could have it at a park. It really doesn't matter. But the point is, is it is more likely to actually follow through and get to that meeting and make it a priority if it's the same place, same time, same people every single week. And it's a recurring event in your calendar. You have reminders and alerts set for it. So you know it's coming up and you know that you're not going to schedule anything else during that time because that time has already been set aside for that particular meeting. So if something comes up and someone says, hey, you know, we need to do an interview with you or we need to have a meeting or whatever. Um, can you do, you know, say, you know, 2 p.m. on on Saturday or something like that. And you can say, you know, no, that's my time with my family. I already have a meeting that I have scheduled that day. And you don't even necessarily have to say it's for your family or whatever. Just take take ownership of your time and say, you know, no, sorry, um, I already have a meeting at that time. And make that a priority. And you can say, you know, but I could do... I could do 3.30 or I could do a different time. So that way, no one is able to take over your calendar and your precious family time because that has become a priority to you. For me, in my life, my God comes first and I set my priority and my time with him. Then it comes to my spouse, then it comes to my family, and then other things fall into place after that. But my 
my God and my family come first before anything else. So if there is a work meeting or if there is a, um, you know, neighbor or friend or someone that wants to do something, they cannot even extended family, you know, my, my personal relationships with my individual, you know, family and my God come before all other things. And so I need to make sure that that is, that that priority takes place and it takes precedence above all other things. And I think that's really hard for a lot of us. Sometimes we let other things become priority, whether it be work or school or events or whatever the case may be. Sometimes we let other things get ahead of the things that truly matter most. And so I think this is a great time also for us to really see where our values are and and see where our priorities are because everyone's priorities are going to be different everyone's values are going to be different. So you figure out what works for you and your family in your situation. But for me and mine, I know that I am going to set the priorities straight from the get-go. And I want my children to understand that. So they set their priorities straight from the get-go as well. That our whole family makes this family meeting a priority. And part of making that happen is making it fun and making it not this boring meeting where it's like, oh, we have to do family meeting together. Oh, I'm so done with that, right? We don't want it to be this exhausting, super time-consuming, super boring, super I-don't-care type meeting, right? Um, We've got to find a way to make it fun. And so part of the thing that I've had to come up with is the time limit. That's been the biggest thing with our family meeting is, you know, it pretty much has to be like half an hour or less, you know. Um, We can't go for an hour or two with our kids being so, so young. It's just a little too much to ask of them. So if we want them to really, truly be involved in participating, then we have to be willing to have it be 20 to 30 minutes max. And if it's way shorter than that, great. You know, and if that's all we need for that week is just a short amount of time, then that's great. But ideally, we would like to keep it probably around at least a half an hour because there's a lot of information to go over to help prepare you for that week um, in all the big five areas from, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, social, emotional, all of those categories, we're kind of implementing it into that family meeting. So once you have your agenda in place and you kind of know what you want to talk about, what you want to discuss and all that sort of thing, you want to make sure that it's fun. What can you do to involve your kids? What can you do to make it so it's at their level so they can understand, they can participate and be a part of it? And what can what can you do to help them prepare for the meeting? Maybe you can say at one of your family meetings for the next family meeting, I expect you to become prepared with what your favorite meals are going to be for your day of the week. You know, what are you going to plan for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack? And I want you to come prepared with that. I also want you to come prepared with any wants or needs that you have or whatever. And you may give them like a, a few pointers, like, you know, maybe two or three things that you want them to come prepared with to the meeting. If they're old enough to be able to write things down or to remember and things like that. If they're too young and they're toddlers, then obviously you just kind of do it more of a ebb and flow and you just kind of talk with them in the meeting and see if they have any ideas. Um, but making it fun so they're able to participate and be a part of it so their their thoughts, opinions, and ideas are valued and cherished and um, they just feel like you're listening and that you care. I think that's super, super important for everyone in the family to be able to feel that so they actually want to be there. And then afterwards, you could even say, 
hey, at the end of fam- every family meeting, we're going to end with a treat or we're going to end with a fun family game or a fun family activity or something like that to where it's something they look forward to, they're excited about, and they know that if they stay during the family meeting and they participate and are really good, then they can earn the opportunity to do something fun as a family or to do to have a treat as a family or whatever it is that you know your family is motivated by. Do that right after the family meeting so it ends on a good note. And also when you do those family meetings, don't start by lecturing them and saying, okay, these are the problems that we have. What are some solutions that you guys have to fix this? We did that and it didn't, it's not the best way to start a meeting. (laughs) The best way to start the meeting is to start off with compliments and saying, you know, we really noticed that you guys did really good with this, this, and this. And um, we really want to um, show our appreciation and we want to give you a reward for these certain things that you did this week that was really good that we noticed, or you accomplished these certain goals and we're really um, excited and happy about that and want to congratulate you for accomplishing this great goal that you had um, set out to do and you accomplished, you know, or whatever it is, do do something to make it a positive, uplifting, exciting thing they look forward to, to see all the good things that everybody's seeing in them. And then you can talk about, you know, the problems that may have been happening throughout the week and solutions that could be or ways that they can solve these problems and make sure that it's a discussion and that you're not saying this is what daddy and I think we should do to solve these problems. No, you, you present the problem and then you let it be for open discussion. I don't know why I'm having a hard time with words today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, let everyone participate in the answers to these these problems because sometimes the best solutions can come from your kids. It, I don't know how they come up with some things sometimes. Like sometimes they have great ideas. Sometimes I'm not sure where they went with <laughs> their thought process, and that's okay. It's a it's a growing and learning experience for everyone. But I do think that it's important to have their feedback and and help them to learn how to problem solve. And to see that there are situations and issues going on because sometimes they may not be aware that something is going on that that is considered a problem. Maybe they may not be fully aware that something is happening and if you bring it to their attention, they're more likely to not do that thing because they are aware of it now and they also have found some sort of solution that they want to work towards, a goal that they want to work towards to make the next week that much better. So do what you can to make this work for your family. Call it what you want with all these four points. You can decide if you want to do all four types of these meetings or just one type of meeting, whatever works for you and your family. But I know for me and mine, all four meetings combined each month or each week or however you want to do it really, really has made a difference for us even in just one week, from one week to the next. It's amazing to see the difference in our relationships And how much happier we are by just having that open communication and just kind of checking in with each other and seeing, you know, how each other's doing and what we can do to help out and how we can fix things. So we can, we can knit problems in the bud right when they're happening rather than letting it lengthen out to this awful thing that just kind of is buried inside of us. And then we end up lashing out out of anger later down the road because we have just been just kind of harboring these negative feelings for so long. It's so much better to just let little bits out at a time each week and express what's going on, what's working and what's not, and making it more of a problem-solving discussion rather than a big argument or fight when it gets to the point of being more of an explosive um, situation. So I think that's the biggest thing is is this creates 
that communication, that bond, and that strength in the family that is needed so much right now in this crazy world. We've got to fight back and and let let God back into our lives, back into our homes, and bring more peace when there's so much chaos around us. So I really hope that these um, tips and tricks help you and your family. And if they do, please share them. Um, get on that High Five Motherhood Mamas group on Facebook and and comment and let us know what's working for you and what um, how you how you set up your agenda or how you set up your meetings and maybe what what worked well time wise. You know, was it good to have it for a long period of time or for a short period of time or you know, how did you structure it? I would love to see all the different ideas of how you and your family are making these family meetings work um, and are implementing them into your home and your life. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. I am so grateful that I'm able to chat and discuss things with you. It's just so fun to have just this wonderful group of ladies that are like-minded and willing to be there to just strengthen one another and help lift each other up and, and just carry each other through this this motherhood journey that we're all in together. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.